0: Welcome back to The Family with Tom Bernard. Tom is off this week. Filling in, I'm Dave Schrader. Along with me,
1: Hackmaster, Ralph Dwayne Basham, MD.
2: Andy Brad Bernard.
3: And Cassie Schrader.
0: We've got Kristen Burt next. Stay tuned to The Family. Welcome back to the program. This is The Family with Tom Bernard. Tom is dealing with COVID, and we wish him well. He is uh, He's doing well, though, right, Andy, just so people are aware. he's. Oh, yeah,
2: hes he basically had a cold for a few days. He's just staying away at this point because he doesn't want to get anyone infected.
0: Right, and he's, he's had his two shots and his booster shot. So, thankfully, this was a very muted kind of cold. case. Yeah. All this. Very muted case. Now joining us on the program, Kristen Burt. Hello, Kristen. Good to talk to you again.
6: Good to talk to you. I'm glad to hear the update on Tom as well. I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear he's
0: okay. Yeah, and uh, Alex and Catherine are just off today, running errands, doing things they needed to yep. get done. Right, so yep. they'll be back in in house tomorrow with us. But I'm back. Yep, Andy's here. Hope After a month, he's that's a new, right. new dad. He's a graduate. He's uh, surgery up. up. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh, you're, you're put back together in yeah. so many ways.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That inguinal hernia repair was a First week was pretty awful, but now that I've recovered and, you know, I can walk more than a block without the huh. lower half of me spilling out, you know, it feels it's much better. Yeah. yeah there's, wow. there's a definite comfort to not
0: having your body part. <laughs> yeah. I know I had a bad hernia for quite a while and yeah, I had it's surgery. Not fun. On it. No,
2: not at all.
1: Andy's whole now.
2: Yeah. And yes, I am. Well, uh or Kristen, rather what? I'm lacking a hole that I shouldn't have had.
0: <laughs> What's going on in the world of entertainment out there, Kristen?
6: I will tell you that the story I'm following today is an old one that is finally being dealt with. We will say it's the Jeffrey Epstein case. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, I don't know if anyone has been following this. She was the right-hand woman to, to all of Jeffrey Epstein and recruiting girls, is on trial. The trial starts this week. And mm. I'm so curious because there are so many high-powered people involved in this who's going to get named. And today the pilot who um, used to take all of these high power people around has officially named people that I think we already knew, but he confirmed that Donald Trump was on the plane. Bill Clinton was on the plane. Prince Andrew was on the plane and Kevin Spacey was on the plane.
0: Wow. Yikes. Well, he's curious. He's confirmed. uh, We're still in the allegedly state though, aren't we?
6: We are on the allegedly, but this <laughs> right. is what the pilot is saying Yikes. on the stand. Let's just put it that it, way. We don't know. They could have just flown on the plane. That's all we know right well, now. Wasn't Kevin but. Spacey
2: reprimanded already about, yeah, for something else? he did something bad a couple years ago, I Well, remember. he's,
0: yeah, for for many years, he uh, was uh, imposing himself on younger men
2: yeah. in the Brad. field. Mm-hmm. When he was,
0: I think, in his late 20s, he, uh, I can't remember the young man's name. He's on the... Uh, He's on the Orville TV show, the, the um, Star Trek knockoff. And it, I, I feel horrible that not I can't that remember fun. his name. No,
6: Anthony, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's
0: like his first mate, the redhead. Oh. And when he was young...
6: Anthony Rapp.
0: Yes, Anthony Rapp. Wasn't he like 13 when when uh, Kevin Spacey, you know, allegedly made his moves on the kid and created some problems? Correct. And then he would make make his way into bars, I guess, and he would get very physical, either touching men in bars or having them touch him. And so there's been a lot of allegations, Mm. but I don't know where we are with any of that stuff at this
2: point. He admitted to some charges, but I don't remember which ones. Yeah,
6: And and the court cases, um, one of the um, victims or alleged victims wound up killing himself, unfortunately, and then... Another one dropped his case kind of mysteriously. So my guess is that perhaps there was a settlement that happened behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. Um, but they weren't able to move forward with that with criminal charges or anything like that. I believe that was a Massachusetts case. So, He's just Kevin Spacey comes out with a random video every single year right around Christmas time that's always a little bit bizarre and he's always in the kitchen cooking. So I'm expecting we'll probably see something in a couple of weeks from Kevin.
0: Mm. Well, going back to the Epstein case, what's uh, what all is being touted now? Obviously, they've dropped some pretty big names, but like you said, you know, okay, you you admit that they were on the plane, but did they see any illicit activity or were they just being flown, because Epstein was a powerful man and knew a lot of people. He might not have let his predilections out to everybody that he hung out with.
6: Yeah, the, the most interesting thing that I think that the pilot said, and I was just um, quickly reading up on this, is that after Bill Clinton went on the plane, those flight records were cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's interesting. Because um, <laughs> they didn't want them to be made public. Yeah. Obviously, Jeffrey Epstein did have a lot of ties to the Clinton Foundation, Um, and was donating a lot of money. And um, it was Ghislaine who was Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend at the time, and also kind of the person who allegedly was recruiting a lot of these young girls is the one who brought Clinton into the fold. She was kind of the tie between Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. It is Ghislaine who is on the stand right now um, for her participation in possibly sex trafficking all of these young teens, honestly. They, They were, a lot of them were under 18. Um, we'll see how this plays out, because no one's really been held accountable at all. She's kind of the first one who's really being held accountable, because obviously Jeffrey Epstein either killed himself in jail or he was murdered in jail, depending on which version you believe of that.
1: And, and I guess they were they had little young boys down there. If if Kevin, that was his predilection, he was going down there. Did they were they providing young boys as well?
6: Well, and that's that's a question. It was Kevin Spacey um, going down to his island? I believe it was in Saint John. Um, it was nicknamed Rape Island, which is disgusting. But um, or was just Kevin Spacey hopping a ride somewhere? Because obviously, you know, did he go to Saint John's? Did he go to one of his homes in Europe? Were they flying around the U.S.? I mean, those are certain things that have to be answered, but. Um, the pilot was just mentioning who he saw over the years.
2: Well, it's a light plane. It probably seats like what eight ten people
6: mm-hmm.
2: I don't think that could make it across the Atlantic
6: So we'll see what what all of that means It was dubbed Lolita Express because a lot of the young girls would often go on the planes mm. with some of these high-powered mm. men Was it officially really-
2: called the Lolita Express or was that just I a nickname? That, that
6: was the nickname?
2: Oh, okay, cuz yeah, I it can't imagine officially- getting on a plane called the lolita express <laughs> it's like you
0: know you
6: would a, think that haunted. high-powered people would have better sense than to get on the lolita you express. would that think would official name. i've got <laughs> a, a weird, you never know.
0: i've got a weird question here i know there's international waters where just about anything can go right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're in a plane and you're involved in
1: international in, airspace yeah
0: international airspace does that kind of you know, is there is there kind of this gray area there with what is allowed and not allowed? And I well, while we were flying over, this girl was 17, but we flew over Georgia when they engaged in sex, and and 17 is uh, the, the right age. I I just wonder if there's going to be any of that weird kind of. Well,
2: I think the laws of where you took off from apply until you land. Yes, I could be wrong there, but I believe that's how it works.
3: That's how it is with a cruise ship.
2: Yeah, unless you're carrying marijuana. Yes, then because (laughs) you can go
0: from a medical marijuana state of uh, Illinois and fly to California, medical marijuana state, and you're still considered trafficking drugs. Well, but Mm -hmm. as soon as you
2: land. You are now subject to California law.
1: That's right. that's the thing. That, but the, but you were on a federal transport, right? Federal transport. Which, there yeah. you go. So oh yeah, crossing, crossing airspace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it's weird. I it, just twisted. I, do you think, Kristen? Are we going to ever get any serious answers? And you know, is this woman giving names of powerful people? Uh, you know, is she going to get a free ride? Is is her exposing this going to end up kind of? Diluting this case because we have to wonder, you know, is she is she throwing people under the bus just to get herself out of trouble? How, how do you think this is going to play out eventually?
6: I don't think she wants to throw anyone under the bus, honestly. And from what I understand, and I um, interviewed Vicky Ward, who was who was an author, but she used to be good friends with um, Ghislaine, and I know that she just said she doesn't want to throw anyone under the bus because she's also scared for her life. I think she believes that Jeffrey was murdered in jail Mm -hmm. and and thinks that the same thing will happen to her if she throws out all of these names. And I would have thought that she might have taken a plea deal, but she thinks that she did nothing wrong. And this is why we are here at the trial at this point. And we've got more cases to go with this, too. I I think, um, you know, Virginia Roberts, who's the the person who brought forth the civil case against Prince Andrew and the UK really won't touch this at all. The UK doesn't want to touch the royals whatsoever. um, And you know they've been trying to serve prince andrew for the the case in new york which is a civil case with virginia roberts and he's ev- been evading them so far so i think that this is going to be a really interesting kind of time but it, if you look at it the royals are kind of just basically <laughs> hiding prince andrew out of public view he's no longer a member of the senior royal family he doesn't go out there and do public events anymore
2: so
1: so nothing's new in the royal family i mean this no. sort of this, this sort of uh, uh, whatever you, whatever aberration in in conduct that you can imagine has gone on and been historical in, in all royal families. So you know they're just turning a blind eye. Thinking, oh well, this just happened. It's just we're royal. We're we're above that.
2: Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh,
6: absolutely. No and and uh, she's con- <laughs> yeah. um, Queen Elizabeth. Prince Andrew is allegedly her favorite son. So of course, mm. you know she's protecting him. I mean, she's ninety-five years old at this point mm. too. It'll be curious to find out if Charles becomes king, because obviously Queen Elizabeth's not going to be around forever, um, if there's less protection there. Because that's his brother, but I don't think that they're as close as the Queen and, and Prince Andrew.
2: The thing about the royal family is that they don't have any, well, much codified power written down as law, but they have unlimited money, they have unlimited fame, and they have a lot of de facto power, and that is definitely good enough to corrupt. Yeah,
1: secondary power, tourism power, mm-hmm. we control the tourism dollar. I mean, I, I just think I, I found that the royal family has always been so yeah. terribly corrupt and bad, all the worst things you can imagine, you know, just god-awful stuff, it just terrible stuff. And no time for them at all mm-hmm. for me.
2: Well, if you picked, took 100 people and gave them each $10 million dollars, I would bet that 95 of them would go immediately into a self-destructive spiral. Because that's just people can't handle that kind of power. I would and like money, to try. <laughs> I would like to give it my best <laughs> to not go into the spiral. I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yikes. Yeah, and one of those 100 people will have everybody else's money yeah, you know, after exactly. about a year yeah. kind of thing.
2: People can't handle power. They're just not designed to be extremely powerful. Because we're ultimately small creatures who live in a very large world that we're not supposed to have control over. Well, it's a dark, bleak place we live in, huh? no, Only the Atlanteans are supposed to have that kind of That's power. right. Until you can b- <laughs> breathe underwater, I'd like to see you try. Well, you know, but LA County but sure. that's also
6: why you see um, the current, you know, royals that are working, like Prince William and Kate Middleton, they're trying so hard to modernize the monarchy and make, it looked like they serve a purpose. Um, obviously, I think they do for tourism dollars and everything else like that, but they're actually fighting kind of against Meghan and Harry who also you know, are back here in the United States and kind of winning the publicity war, which is, so it's really fascinating to watch them go back and forth across the pond over like who's the most popular royal, even though Meghan and Harry are no longer senior royals.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's Hollywood has taken over the royal position. Oh, uh, it was Kennedys yes. for a while, then it's, now it's Hollywood. Hollywood has just mm-hmm. just uh, taken it all. I and mean, then the only place that they're the only place that the royals are important are in England. Aside from that,
2: you know what's the point?
0: I don't know. I know a lot of Americans that are just enthralled with anything royals.
1: Yeah. That is true.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. they,
6: I, I will tell you in terms of articles and videos uh, on the entertainment trending side, it, you, can, you can't write enough about Meghan, Harry, Prince, mm-hmm. uh, William, Kate, any of that. You, you could write 20 articles in a day and all of them will be popular.
2: Well, a lot of wow. Americans have this very, like, you know, they hear about a queen's and princes and that kind of thing and they go right back to five, six hundred years ago.
1: And age five
2: or six. Exactly. they it's all still very magical and foreign to them. Even though in reality, I mean, these people they're going into their palace with their smartphones and their laptops and they're just like anyone else, just very, very rich. But you know, people expect the king is gonna, you know, be riding his horse. Well, taking there's taking more a saber, to it than that, Andy. I mean, I mean, they have to and fight dragons and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so. As opposed to cutting up watermelons with a saber. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. L.A. <laughs>
0: County Sheriff raided the home of Marilyn Manson yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah, he's in trouble, too. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, in the sexual assault investigation, Marilyn Manson's home was crawling with detectives from Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department related to the ongoing sexual assault investigations. Uh, According to TMZ, law enforcement sources tell TMZ that the Special Victims Unit detectives went to the Shock Rockers' home in West Hollywood early Monday morning executing a search warrant. We're told Marilyn was not home at the time, and law enforcement forced entry with a warrant in hand. Sources also say the search warrant is in connection to the ongoing probes into sexual assault allegations against Marilyn Manson. And police have seized media storage units, including hard drives, which will be reviewed before the case is submitted to the Los Angeles County District Attorney. TMZ broke the story. Cops started digging into abuse allegations against Marilyn Manson back in February, meeting with one of his alleged victims. And as TMZ has uh, continued to report, Manson is accused of locking women in a soundproof room in the home, something he allegedly did to punish them. Mm-hmm. Manson was uh, has denied the allegations, and sources connected to his legal team say are they cooperating with the investigation as well.
3: Wow.
6: And if you read any of the um, victims, uh, their statements, a few of them have put articles out or on social media. It is brutal. And
0: it's, it's not just unknown fans or, or you know people. That, Evan Rachel Wood is one of the... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah people. and uh,
6: game of thrones actor esme bianco she right. also came forward she's the one it, i think it, right
0: now that they're investigating the information on yes right
6: and yeah she has a, a suit filed in federal court that mm-hmm. she was i think sexually physically and emotionally abused by marilyn manson
1: hmm. does did, did, did he have any power to move your career along or anything like that was there any
2: he'd be used to i'm sure I don't know about today. I, Did he do What's production? the last yeah. time he was, like, anything. anything? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, he's still got a lot of money and a lot of fame, so, you know.
6: He was just out, like, two days ago having dinner with Kanye West, so it's just So Kanye's strange. not real worried
2: about the
0: claims either, huh? Well,
6: no, clearly not. I mean, God. Kanye feels untouchable, I think.
0: Well, I think there's a certain level, and it's sad to say this, but there's a certain level still of let's see this thing to the end before we all jump on it because we have seen that there have been celebrities that have paid the ultimate Mm -hmm. price for crimes and things they did not commit and are just Mm -hmm. being bullied and targeted but Hmm. you also have to give credit to these women that they're coming forward to tell these stories and we've got to you know Mm -hmm. everybody deserves their day in court so should we just continue business about usual until Marilyn manson is found guilty of the crime or speculate and kind of cut ourselves off from those people
2: you're, I, right, you're right. I you're couldn't right. get more cut off from Marilyn Manson, so <laughs> my opinion's
0: irrelevant. Which is weird, because he wanted to know if you wanted to come play poker this weekend. He's got the soundproof well, I mean, room he thinks we'd be good from, in.
2: A, aside from that room, it's, it's the soundproofness that I like. It's not Marilyn himself.
1: Oh, yeah. The soundproofness would be great. You oh, God, get some rest <laughs> in violence. here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is great. Sleep like, like a baby. baby at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
0: What else have you got for us, Kristen?
6: Um, well movies. I think what's really been interesting about the box office is that we are still way down from Mm -hmm. 2019, um, numbers, although they're in recovery, which, which is good news. And that, um, but I think that just like Broadway, it's going to take several years before we get to see those like big, huge $250 million, you know, box office weekends happening again. Um, just because, there are people that are just hesitant to go back and sit in a theater with a bunch of people that may have COVID, may yep. not have COVID. Everyone has different levels, I think, of comfort right not now, right. and I, I think absolutely. that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, that, that's exactly right. And I and the, this idea of streaming, streamings, you know, broadband, you know, broadband uh, brought virtual office, broadband brought uh, streaming movies. You just know, too convenient. It's too convenient to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Make some popcorn. Take a leak. You know,
0: Yeah, really, it, the only true. movies I go to theaters for now are big blockbusters. You know, if it's a superhero Mer. or a Star Wars movie, I want to see that scope. Yeah. But everything else... You need else, that resolution. Yeah. Right, I can just watch on, on... Yeah. But, you know, Kristen, do you know how they explain this? Because they're like, well, this weekend this movie opened up on Netflix, and it did the equivalent on Netflix of a $50 million opening weekend. How are they... Do you know how they're working that math out?
6: Well, Netflix keeps on saying they're changing their metrics and how they're looking at things Mm -hmm. and how many people are viewing. And so until all the streamers are transparent about their numbers and ratings and however they're measuring them, because they're not – I don't think they're all measuring them equally. It's not like a Nielsen rating straight across the board. Mm -hmm. So we're never really going to know. Um, but they can always take a look at, I, I think for some of the newer streamers, they can definitely take a look at signups. Are people subscribing specifically to watch a movie or show? And then oh. are they staying? And, and that's always the big deal because I'm someone <laughs> who will jump in and out of a subscription. If I know yeah. that like a TV show that I want to watch is fully out, I can binge the full, whole season. I'll just stay there for the month and then I dip out usually. Um, there are certain streamers I stick with all year round, but do I need a Peacock's Peacock subscription right now? Not really. Paramount plus Mm -hmm. no.
0: Yeah, we're doing we're doing that with Dexter. Uh I waited for the first three episodes to come out, then I took their two month ninety nine cent a month trial and then I'll be able to watch all eight episodes of the new Dexter and then cancel the account. And I think a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're Dexter's smart, you're being strategic
6: about it because huh. it's you don't need another $300 cable bill the way we used to have yeah. right. 10 years ago. So that's exactly what we're doing, too, in our household. You know
0: what's funny, though, Kristen, is watching the pushback from people. You know, I, I've had a TV show on Travel Channel for the last two years, and they went from Travel Channel to the Discovery Plus streaming service. Mm-hmm. It's 5 bucks a month with commercials 7 bucks without commercials people are ranting and raving I'm not giving another 7 bucks I'm already paying for travel channel and on my cable and I'm like well take a look for you can get a 30 day free trial of discovery plus get it you'll probably realize everything you watch on cable yep. is under this discovery plus umbrella so for 7 bucks a month you could probably get rid of your cable and yeah.
6: um, I cut the cord almost a decade ago. Now yeah. I've lived without cable for a long time. Wow!
0: There's so <laughs> much garbage, and we we got uh, the YouTube um, mm-hmm. TV for th- uh, you know through this uh, su- uh, football season. Then we'll cut the straps on that as well. So I'm just using it in chunks to watch what I want to watch, and then get rid of those services otherwise. But people, a lot of people are very determined. But I've, here's been the advice I give to people call your, your cable company, tell them you're not satisfied with the price you're paying, and you want to cancel. It's amazing to me how many times I would have like a $150 a month cable bill, and then they go, Well, hold on, Dave. Well, you know what? We actually have this deal. I can yep. give you all the channels you currently have plus 18 movie channels, and we could now just charge you $108 a yeah. month. So I said, Do that, have them reassess, and then uh-huh. the seven bucks you just saved. Use it to get Discovery Plus, and you can continue to watch these shows. And there's so much pushback on that still. that And I think that's because everything is under a subscription base, podcasts, yeah. TV shows, movies. You have to have this to watch that and that to watch this. It's all very
2: complicated, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. People like the idea of just like, okay, I've got cable, I've got it all. Whereas yeah. now it's like you got like seven different subscriptions running. They're all billed at different times, you know.
3: It yeah.
2: is does feel very unnecessary at times.
3: Well, one thing it, I'm interested in too, because like Disney Plus, when a movie would be released, they would release it in the theater. But like on Disney Plus, you can also watch it at home for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. What is the? I mean, are they making more on the streaming for thirty dollars per movie, or people going into the theater? I, They've
6: made a lot of money um, for from charging that thirty bucks. On Disney Plus at home. Absolutely. And I will, for a family, let's say you have a family of five or a family of four, $30 and then being able to have your own snacks mm-hmm. at home and the kids are there. You get it for 48 hours, I think. And you have the ability for the kids to watch it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, if you go to a movie out here in Los Angeles, the kids' ticket's gonna be like 10 bucks. So, you add that up, that's going to be well over $30. You're going to have a $100 day out at the movies versus a 30-day dollar at home, a 30-day movie event at home right. for two days. Well, yeah. not to
2: mention with theaters, what's happening is the uh, production company is selling these reels to the movie theaters, and then the movie theater is selling you know time slots to see those reels, basically. Whereas with the $30 on Disney+, That money's going right to Disney. So Disney likes that deal a lot more.
6: There's no middleman anymore. Mm -hmm. And and another thing you have to add into um, the mix, and this is happening in certain cities, there are vaccine mandates now. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to show our vaccine card in order to get into the movie theater. So for some people who decide not to get vaccinated, that's their choice. But now they have a great option to be able to watch this at home without having to worry about all of that, too.
0: We have to take a quick break. We'll come back. Kristen Burt continues right here on The Family.
5: Is expensive enough it's time again for my friends at profile I've been telling you for months how easy and effective my profile journey has been I've lost over a hundred pounds and I'm keeping it off all thanks to my profile coach Haley she really cares about my progress and is doing an amazing job helping me maintain my weight loss profiles customized plan will get you to your goal they're with you every step of the way giving you encouragement and keeping you on track I know you've tried other weight loss programs, but Profile is different. Trust me, it worked for me, and it will work for you, too. Join Profile this month and take advantage of their buy three, get three deal. Pay for three months of health coaching and get three months absolutely free. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Weight Park, Mankato, and Rochester. Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities today. To set up a free consultation. That's profileplan.com forward slash twin cities. Profileplan.com forward slash twin cities.
3: Have you ever seen the Well, look at Welcome back name. to
4: the
0: show. This is the family. Tom Burgon Thomas all dealing us? with COVID continue to send him good thoughts prayers and well wishes he is doing well and should be back on the podcast next week i think he's back to kq morning show this thursday right uh that's what i hear all right so uh if you're looking to keep up with tom that'll be the the most recent update we have uh we've got Kristen burt online right now you were talking about the movies and i know there were some places you wanted to go with that as well Kristen. where do you uh what, what other points did you have regarding the current state of the state with uh with motion pictures
6: Oh, uh, motion pictures. I, I think it's just going to be, as we were saying, and Broadway is seeing the same thing. It's just, it's going to take a couple of years. We're seeing just a more fickle box office. And I think you made a really great point in saying that you're picking and choosing what you're deciding to go to the movie theater to see. Where, I, And I think I'm in the same way. I think, like, is this a movie that I can watch at home my home theater? Or is this a movie that I want to go and have that full Movie going mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what's happening. West Side Story. I want the full movie going, right? I want the big sound, I want the big picture. That's exactly the way it should be seen. Um, but if you're going to give me like a small indie film, something like Licorice Pizza, which is out right now, um, uh, I, I can watch that at home. I don't need right. to go to the theater. You movie watch it on your
1: anymore. iPhone, yeah, that's <laughs> true. What, whenever yes. you whenever you stream a movie, do you get uh, all of the Atmos sound and things like that in the information? The so if sound, you have an, yes, So if usually. you have an Atmos sound system or big giant Dolby sound system, mm-hmm. and if you have a high-definition screen at home, you know, that's 8 by 12, or whatever the standard movie size yeah. is, uh, do you get that information so you can, in essence, reproduce it in your home like a theater?
2: It's usually, the sound is usually included, it's encoded in there, because right, okay. yeah. audio, uh, encoded into video, it's a tiny fraction of the bandwidth. Right, right. So they can they can encode the they could encode twelve channels in there no problem, and it would barely add to your bandwidth at all.
0: Right, because that's what they're actually streaming in theaters. It's not reels anymore, right? It's they're getting the usually it's load.
1: digital. Yeah,
2: yeah. But not always, but usually depends on
1: primarily. the theater. But will you get the same resolution?
2: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it depends. It's it's hard because with a reel, you can't really call it resolution. Because it's 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 basically like analog video, okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know with digital, it's actually like you got a set resolution and everything. But the resolution compared to a real is it's you can't really
0: tell the difference these days. The big problem I'm having is these blockbusters that when you go see like Shang Shi, mm-hmm. right, and the Legend of the Seven Rings. What a gorgeous movie! Ninety-eight percent of it's CGI. When you watch it at home on TV, and I haven't yet, my fear is when I watch these blockbusters that are heavily laden with CGI on TV, it doesn't translate as well, and it looks more cartoony on my TV Mm -hmm. than it looks on the big
2: screen. Well, one reason for that is because every TV these days is smart. You can't get away from smart TVs, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. And a lot of these smart TVs, they'll have built-in things that are on by default. Like frame interpolation, which means it'll add frames in between the frames to smooth out the motion. But then that ends up making things look more like a video game than a movie. Mm. Uh, You can go in and turn that off usually. It's in like advanced picture settings or (laughs) something like that. Double advanced, double (laughs) secret. Exactly. So in
0: other words, we can pay you to come to my house and (laughs) fix that for me.
2: (laughs) But you would not believe the amount of processing... They do so much, they do color processing, they do frame processing, they do all this processing to make it look better. But then a lot of people like you, they go home, they watch things, and they're like, this just looks weird. And it's because it is weird because it's processed.
0: Right, and it looks more flat. It's that 2D dynamic to to the CGI that in the theater, you can lose yourself in it.
2: Well, the flatness is usually due to the contrast ratio of the screen. Um, movie contrast ratio that's the difference between like the lightest light and the darkest dark mm-hmm. you know, uh, if there's not much of a difference it does end up looking like a Polaroid picture because the color is just not there and if you want really good contrast ratio you're going to be spending thousands of dollars on a TV unfortunately so that is where movie theaters are going to be beating out any TV except for people who have the money to spend $3,000 on a top tier TV
0: Well, Kristen, I'm curious. Uh, I'm excited to see it. You've got to be even more through the roof for the Steven Spielberg West Side story. That's coming out on December 12th? December 10th. 10th? Yes. What's the buzz on this now?
6: Uh, well, I think the, the exciting thing is that this movie, um, they filmed it the summer of 2019. So, wow. Uh, it was delayed, of course, by the pandemic. It was supposed to be out last Christmas. They are bringing it out this year. I'm curious to see, I have several friends in the film, and oh. it was also filmed during the hottest summer on record in New York City. Uh, the big America scene, they were outside in about 110 mm. heat with 100% humidity. You know what New York City is like in the summer. It's hot if you've ever been there. And smelly. Yeah. Um, and smelly the garbage smell is something special. <laughs> you know, um, so, I'm curious to see how how it all looks. But um, Rachel Zegler, who plays uh, Maria, is everyone I know who's seen the film. The there was a screening last night that I missed. Um, just said it's absolute. She's absolutely spectacular and just kind of a, a star-making turn. So I'm looking forward to seeing that.
0: Was this a movie that needed to be remade? I mean, the original is so amazing
6: it doesn't let's be honest it right. doesn't I, um but obviously it is steven spielberg's reimagining i think people will have to have some issues with it i don't i heard it's not a perfect film but i heard rita moreno singing somewhere it is is the magic of the movie i didn't realize uh, she's, so
0: she's back in this movie
6: she's back in this that's movie. awesome wow yeah so And I heard that that is like worth the price of admission. So I think that that's, that's kind of great. And, and the choreography, Justin Peck, who, um, former dancer at New York City Ballet, has become a choreographer, really um, did a good job at giving you um, glints of what Jerome Robbins did with the original choreography and then giving it a modern spin. So I think, I think there's some good things to, to go and look at there.
0: I'm also hyped by the fact that they've announced that they're doing a Wicked movie.
6: Oh. This is another one that's been long delayed, right. but we are finally getting the Wicked movie. And I mean, it's gone back; it's gone for, on for so long. Originally, they thought that Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel, who played the original roles of Elphaba and Glinda, were going to play it in the film version. And now they're too old to play it. So. Right?
0: Well, <laughs> away we go. You know, what's interesting to me is I think what's held it up from making that leap was now that we've seen the success of Maleficent and Maleficent two and Cruella realizing that we can, we can take the demonized characters and flip that story on its ear. And really wicked was one of the first stories that did that. Uh, the author of the book created a few different book series. One was called the, uh, uh, it was about Cinderella's stepsisters, but it gives mm-hmm. you a different look at their stories that they weren't really the bad guys, and whoa. it's it's an interesting aspect of of whoa, the whoa, case.
1: Well, what are they trying to turn a heel into a, a, he, with a yeah, baby, into a baby face. A yeah. Baby yeah.
0: face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh but it's <laughs> it's they, with I will tell you, Wicked the book was really amazing because it gives you the backstory. Yeah, and you find out why the Wicked Witch is so wicked. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, <laughs> when they were doing a Broadway play, that book is filthy. I mean, there's like sex scenes, there's all this crazy stuff, and the the and the play ends differently than the book does. But they crafted such a great thing, and I went and saw it in Chicago when it was uh, first came out, and it was such a beautifully made and funny, charming musical that I can't wait. I, I, I'm very excited to see what they do with this, and and uh, I just hope they don't mess it up.
2: Can you imagine being I, I told that you're too old to play the Wicked Witch of the West?
0: Right. Well, like, a I know a,
6: she's a younger she, she witch, plays a teen, but yeah, still,
0: she's at like university in no. this movie. She's at
2: Monster yeah. University. Yes,
0: and yeah. Uh, they're yeah. It's kind of like a Harry Potter for adults. Mm. Uh, they're they're at this magical school, and that's where Galinda meets Alphaba, which I thought was a great name too. They finally give a, a name to the Wicked Witch. Okay. And right, you know, it's not
6: Wicked Witch. It's Alphaba. Right. just It's and and uh, Cynthia Erivo is playing Alphaba. Ariana Grande is playing Galinda. And um, I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it, and, and you know Mark Platt, who not only produced the Broadway show but also is producing this movie. I, he he wants it to be a good movie. He wants to make a lot of money. He's already made a lot of money off of it, but I think that'll continue.
1: Well, can I interject something? here? Please, that's why you're here. I was in Las Vegas this past weekend. Uh-huh. You know, and when you're in Las Vegas, what do you say? Let's go do some arts thing, All right? Would you say that's good? Let's go see sure. some arts thing. Right. So. Someone, someone said, "Hey, let's go see this Van Gogh exhibit." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh yes, the interactive one, right? Oh
1: yeah. Did you see it? We, we did.
6: did. It's here yeah. in L.A. I haven't seen it yet, but I've had a lot of friends who have gone and enjoyed it.
2: How interactive? Because that hey, guy was you, messed up. So this is
1: <laughs> did you go
6: see it? No.
2: Cass- go, Cassie so, so, and I went and saw it.
1: Okay, so you go in there, right? Uh, so you walk in. Is it what? So I I saw it at, uh, Cosmopolitan. It was there, and and they you go in, and it's a ballroom.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That they put white screens around all the walls. And they're projecting these masterpieces that they've done this sort of cheap animation to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I walked in and I was watching, and I go, What's the point of this? Well, I, I'll tell you what the it, point it, is. Well, well they, they missed a point, too. Uh-huh. So I'm watching this, and I, it was like, you know, I had had too much absinthe. You know, it, it was just just a bizarre kind of a thing. And it was their interpretation of this sort of stuff. And, and it just faded stuff in and out. And the music was god-awful.
2: It's like the beginning to the god-awful. Encarta, the music was, Encyclopedia, was, was, It was just, they, you, you
1: would think that they would use, they would have used, they did use uh, pictures at an exhibition for one little segment. But the rest of the music, I'd never heard of. It was just bizarre mm. music. Now, maybe with music of the time, period music that matched the time that these were done. I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know. Well, I,
0: I agree. I will tell you on this. I thought it would have been intriguing to listen to modern rock music, oh, well, Bowie, oh. something like that behind some of these. I agree with you on that, but that would have been an expensive venture. I mm-hmm. took my two daughters and wife to go see it. Yeah. Um, oh. and, and here's what I liked about it. There are a lot of children today that will not grow up appreciating art because they're so used to the cataclysmic visual spectrum that you see in movies and on videos and in, in mm-hmm, TikToks. Yeah. You need something big. And I thought that it was really great for that because my daughters mm-hmm. both kind of were kicking stones when we walked in. And uh, I can't remember the name of the place we saw it here in Minnesota. But I got a Sunday night ticket and it was the late night Sunday night ticket so I got it for 40 bucks a person. Yeah,
1: well, And uh, I think they're normally more.
0: 65 to to 100 bucks a uh, ticket.
1: They're discounting all of them.
0: I went in and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great because they do use the entire floor-ceiling walls Uh in the spectrum. So I liked watching the girls
2: be won over by art. It was a new way to translate mm -hmm. art. Well, one problem with art uh, these days is that when you hear about famous art Mm -hmm. in the news, it's like, you know, dumbass throws paint at a wall and sells it for $50 million. Mm -hmm. You know, guy tapes a banana to a wall they're going to see that and they're going to be like, wow, art is really dumb and I don't care about this at all because they're not exposed to actual masterpieces. That's right. They see the dumb pop culture money laundering side of art. They don't see the actual, like, you know, these people that spent 30 years learning how to hold a paintbrush just right so they can make the, like, this photorealistic stuff using just, you know, oil and pigment. Which is very gonna very
6: different this i'm going to add another layer to all of this and i actually appreciate these exhibits because mm-hmm. there are a lot of families that aren't going to be able to fly to paris and take oh, yeah. their kids to the louvre and this is why the recent taping of a lot of broadway shows hamilton's a good example of it i know they did it with the diana musical they're showing up on the streamers a lot of parents can't even take their kids to new york city to see broadway shows or even go when the tours are here it's mm-hmm. just too expensive So I love that it's exposing them to it and it gives opportunities because there is going to be that kid that's going to fall in love with art and take art history and then hopefully get to go and see them in person or get to take that trip to New York City or fall in love with musical theater. So they serve a purpose. I mean, but Ralph, I'm sure you're someone who has been to a thousand art museums and has a real appreciation for art. And so an exhibit like this probably doesn't serve you well.
1: Well, I just saw Masters being sort of well, let's put it this way: My television ads did the same thing. We took the, the the three graces of Reuben. We did exactly the same thing 25 years ago with really elemental animation mm-hmm. on the thing. Mm-hmm. So, to so that's our television commercial did that. So, when I'm seeing this, I go, uh, "What's the point here?" I mean, that's kind of what I saw. So, you know, maybe I was being a little too cynical. But the the point. But spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The thing that they missed on this, which I thought would have been just beautiful, rough, rough. But beautiful. At the end, they have uh, they have a self portrait, self portrait, Van Gogh self portrait, hat with candles. Right. Mm-hmm. And they started out with that a little bit, but at the end, they have the four candles and they have the animation of the of the of the Wick's flickering, burning, flickering right, yeah. the flickering uh, flames. And they they blow one out, the second one out, the third one out. When they blew the fourth one out, that was the end of the show. They should have had a gunshot.
2: Ah. Uh-huh. Because like I said, he wasn't messed dark. up. Well, yeah. well the,
1: the, no it's not messed up. That's that's the actual history. Well, the he man was messed killed himself. Up. That's a commentary on depression, mm-hmm. on how bad it is and we lost this guy, this great talent because of that. And at the time there wasn't good treatment. Well, I don't think we got great treatment now because we're still losing people all the time. But that I, I if they would have done that that would have been hardcore. Well, that would have been. Today really they would
2: have gotten put on thorium and not made any art, not killed himself. He would have just been Sitting in a bed for 60 years. staring
1: at a wall. Do you
0: remember Yoko Ono released a video to Saturday Night Night Live? And it was a music video and ends with John's broken glasses with blood splattered on them and the gunshots. And people despised her for that. So I think that the people, some, and I get what you're saying to this, but I think there's also this level of escapism. I want to go there. I want to show my girls the art. I don't necessarily need to
1: show them. But well, they never. But they never. They never would have appreciated that. Mm-hmm. It did not have to be. You know, it did not have to be. Uh, you know, ear-shattering. It could have been just a soft shot because he shot himself out in the field. And no one right. was around. I mean, I would have. And then so that plays to the people who do understand a little bit of the history and the poor man.
0: I, I will tell you, there's one thing, and I showed my daughters this when we came home. And this, bear with me as we go down a weird sci-fi trip for a second here, Kristen, but. There's uh, the, the TV series Doctor Who that relaunched back in, I think, 2005. Um, during the tenure of Matt Smith as the Doctor, there's a, a beautiful episode called uh, Vincent and the Doctor, where he goes to France and encounters that there's this invisible monster, and one of the only people that can actually see it is Van Gogh, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's still this silly sci-fi element to it, but it starts with them at the... At the museum looking at the paintings you know amy pond and him looking at these paintings and then they notice in one of the paintings of the church there's like this monster painted in the window and he asks the curator when was this painted and then he uses the time machine to go visit and they find out this story well you see they do this beautiful portrayal of van Gogh in the sci-fi realm they do this tortured version they don't pull any punches they let you know how fractured he was and there's this beautiful scene, and everybody, I've, I've said, just watch it. If you've never watched Doctor Who, never, everybody's walked away with the same sense. But there's this great scene at the end, where he brings Van Gogh to the future, and walks him in because this guy's like, nobody wants my paintings. You know, mm-hmm. I can't even trade him for a drink. They're they're worthless. And he takes him to the future and asks the curator, "What do you think of Van Gogh? What do you really?" And this guy just goes in, and it's Bill Nighy, the the actor. Beautiful dissertation he does about van Gogh and how important he was and you watch the character playing him just start breaking down crying that there's an appreciation from the future it was one of the most eloquent and beautifully done series and a great way to use time travel that hmm. really and that struck a chord and you could see it affected my daughters as well when we watched it but i was it did give you that visage and they end up with the same story and he's you know they're they're sure that by showing him this you know, his his companion says, we're going to go see this art exhibit. There's going to be hundreds of more paintings. And they get there, nothing's changed. And he still committed suicide. And and uh, the doctor's like, you know, some people are just on that path. And no matter what you do, you can't get them off it. But it was a beautifully done show. So anybody out there listening that wants to see something unique and and bring a, a, a fascinating perspective to it is a Doctor Who episode called uh, Vincent and the Doctor.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So anybody wants to add to their pop culture uh, van Gogh, <laughs> right. uh you know uh, library there it is
2: but episodes like that always make me wonder when you like you fictionalize someone who actually existed mm-hmm. it's like how would you feel 150 years from now they have this tv show where they go back in time and like they, they're proving ghosts exist so they talk to this fictionalized version of dave schrader mm-hmm. and it's like you know it's it's the, it. It is the year, you know, twenty one seventy. They go back to twenty twenty one, and they're like, "Oh, Dave, we have to find some ghosts, and you go on some ghost busting adventures with this <laughs> TV show character." I wonder how you'd feel about that if you were able to see it.
0: Which, uh, here's here's what I think. I think it's great in the sense, like,
2: as long as the guest we had on
0: yesterday who talked about their book that they wrote, where they mm-hmm. incorporated time travel into yeah, the movie. Yeah, we had it's a similar wonderful guest life.
2: yesterday on. Yeah.
0: And. It's bringing old art, old classics. It's bringing somebody's name to the foreground that might have been forgotten to time. So I think it's interesting. It just depends on how they do it. I mean, if they depict me as some kind of glue-sniffing moron, of course, it would <laughs> yeah. break my heart. But if the fact in 150 years I'm still relevant in any way that somebody feels like they should revisit it mm-hmm. and expose people to the work that this person did, I think that's kind of uh, that's a neat homage. But again, yeah,
1: yeah. Well,
2: it's a form of immortality.
1: Yeah. Time, time travel and Christmas carol. Boom. Right. Seasonal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was time travel with the ghosts. So,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Very cool stuff. Uh,
0: just got a few minutes left together. Kristen, any other uh, cool topics you had to throw out to us?
6: Uh, just one big. We were just talking about Las Vegas. Big news today. Adele is heading uh, into Las Vegas to start a 12 week residency beginning in January. So uh, anyone who's an Adele fan, I imagine these tickets are going to go very quickly.
0: Prices are so obscene. Yeah. For some of these shows.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! How much does it cost to go to a Broadway play?
0: Well, I know those too. That's why I was when when yeah. Hamilton was scheduled to come to Minnesota last year before the everything was broken down. My girl said, "Dad, can we go see Hamilton?" I'm like, "Sure, I can afford Minneapolis theater." Then I go in there and look. The cheap seats were 250 bucks mm. per person. Well, I'm like, the- I can't afford a grand to go see a Broadway show we've watched for free on Disney Plus. What are
1: the cheap seats at the Viking Stadium?
0: I don't know. I don't go to those
1: games. Anymore. What are the cheap seats? Oh, I, what are the cheap seats at SmackDown? One of these wrestling things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're fifty dollars. Well, I know,
0: but like I, I think when the Stones were here, one of the cheapest tickets you could get was two hundred bucks to see the Stones.
1: Well, the, the live performances command that because it's just there's a. There's well, they're a not making
0: money anymore on their recordings. That's right. Nobody's well, but buying the grand, records.
1: There's a grandeur to it that that, that that you pay for. Right. You pay, when you go see a musical. You know, when are, that is that's different than watching a movie well, there's I mean, a lot is, of overhead involved cold. in every yeah, production yeah. as a
2: movie there's you're paying the tech to hit play so you know yeah, it watch. does make sense yeah the, you but it is you, you know not a lot of people have a thousand bucks they can drop to just no. you know go watch yeah. a musical for an hour and a half yeah well it, I
3: do have some breaking news okay uh the Foo Fighters are coming to Minneapolis but They were supposed to perform at Huntington Bank Stadium, but the stadium refused to follow the band's request for their COVID protocols. So right now, everything's on a hiatus, but they're trying to find another venue quickly. I think it's supposed to be this weekend. So if you have Foo Fighter tickets in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, just hang tight. I'm sure they'll contact (laughs) you. But yeah, it's blowing up on uh, social media right now because people are freaking out that bought tickets because they went on presale and they can't find out where they're supposed to go now
1: hey weather's nice enough
3: go do it outside be a, you know if you're gonna play
1: hockey outside go see the Foo fighters
3: outside yeah, you're minnesota and you're hardy mm-hmm.
0: we went to see springsteen on broadway and you had to have a covid card and prove that you've you know tested negative. I think within seventy two hours, and there were all these different things you had to prove before you could get into the show. And he even was the first the puppy, show.
1: Even if, even if you had puppy shots?
0: No, I'm saying those were the two options. You could either show your vaccine card, or you had to show proof oh, that you you passed the and COVID then, clear in the last seventy two yeah, hours. Yeah,
1: well, that, if, you, if you had the shots, you'd still be COVID positive, right? It, but in France, you got they have a passport or a visa to get into all. You have to have that to get into restaurants, get into venues. That's we all. Have that they now just got yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh really? In LA, that's the way it
6: is now. So, is a yeah. state?
1: It's a state-run system or state-run deal?
6: Um, LA County.
1: Okay, so LA County, not maybe not the whole state.
6: Correct. Okay. It's um, if you go into Orange County, you you don't have to show um, proof of vaccine the way you do in LA.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today's program, Kristen. Thanks for coming in. Good to talk with you.
6: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we've got who do we have going, coming in tomorrow? Do you know what guests we have on tap? Uh, Bill Engvall. Oh, Bill Engvall, that's yes. right. Tomorrow, and uh, I think uh, is L.A. Nick in studio?
6: I he's have... not
2: coming in anymore.
0: Oh, oh all right. He's not? So, no, tomorrow not at all. we have oh. Bill Engvall, comedian. We'll be talking about his retirement tour and his uh, step into the ministry. We'll discuss that plus, uh, plus more. Maybe even take some of your calls tomorrow, right here on The Family. <laughs>